Hey Star Wars fans, welcome to another episode of the Jedi Council podcast. We are back. It has been an absolute age. I'm not going to say it's the first one of 2021, but it might be the second. Mm. Yeah, I think we're pretty much unanimous on that. It's like the second, maybe even the third at a push. Second, second in second. months. Good job, chaps. Yeah, no, we're doing well. We're, we're, we are consistent. Uh, we are consistently inconsistent that's the only thing i can take away from this and yes we are back thank you very much for joining us i'm your host alex and it is great to be back behind the mic with two other members of the jedi council um for those of you that have joined us for the first time yes this is stuttering because i've not done it in a while um i will get to the introductions of who those other two members are in a moment don't worry but if this is the first time that you have joined us welcome we hope to keep you entertained for the next hour, hour and a half-ish of everything and anything Star Wars. If this is a returning visit, thank you very much for your loyalty, for your... Clearly, you're back again, and we've not been around for a while, so that's always a good thing uh, to, again, keep you guys entertained for the next hour and a half-ish of everything and anything Star Wars. So who am I with today? To my virtual left and about 250 miles north of me is my good buddy and brother in the Force, Dave. Say hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, it's good to see you again, my friend. Literally, we, we we always do this with the cameras on. We don't put the video out there because, well, we look terrible. No one needs to see that. No, no, <laughs> we don't, nobody needs to see that. I think the only person we could, we could all turn our cameras off and maybe when we do an episode with, with Mayor off, that's probably the only acceptable version of this. Uh, she makes us a much better visually, that's definitely for certain. Um, and of course, to my virtual right, 18 and a bit miles south of me is Mr. Oh, is it about 11? Is it only that far? Is that that close? Sweet. Yeah, it's about 11. Oh, I always think it's a bit further than that because I need my passport when I go south of the river. So no, I, got, I got an Uber last time and I didn't pay for 18 miles. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good point. And who is that voice, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, that is Mr. Contrary himself, Alistair Clark. Say hello, Ali. This is not going to go the way you think. Um, oh, oh, Davey's doing it again, mate. I, uh, I think he's just muting. Yeah, if we if we end the call and just yeah. cut. But you know how you said we're on we're on video, Alex. Yeah. Dave hasn't worked out that he is vicariously watching the Last Jedi over my right hand shoulder. I'm not actually because the way that Skype manages to um, position the pair of you on screen, you're pretty much in the 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 center left of the screen, so I can't see anything behind you. You're going to regret saying that, Dave. He's going to move his camera now so you can see it. Mm. Although maybe not. No, I just went over. Hi, I'm back. Hello. You're right, chaps. How are we all? <laughs> so yeah, well, yeah. You can tell we've not done this in a while. This is going great. Um, but we are back. We've got a bit of a loose agenda. And when I say loose agenda, it was literally a WhatsApp message to uh, to both of these gentlemen at some point yesterday individually to say, I can't think <laughs> of anything to talk about. What do you think? And they've gone, yeah. Not yeah. much is happening. Until Bad Batch. And we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but I was going to start with the latest news, guys. But I'm, I'm like, struggling here. Well, things are in production now. I think we can say that. There's a bit of Cassian Andor. There's a bit of Obi-Wan happening. There's been a cast list as well for that show. Oh, uh, yes, there has been. Yeah, you're right. So there's been a few little things. But it feels... It feels like at the moment it's a time for Marvel, not Star Wars in the world. Yes. Yeah. And and DC after the Snyder Cut got released. Oh, I enjoyed that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So 
Dave, Dave and I had a bit of a side conversation. Did you order the DVD, Dave? Um, I've not. It, it's a digital download. Oh, it's a digital one. Can I ask yeah. you a question about DVDs? Go on. Yeah. Do either of you own The Rise of Skywalker on DVD? No. E- Blu-ray? I, I don't own it either, Dave. I suddenly realised that the other day. No. The first Star Wars film that I have not bought when it's come out. I think it's because it came out during the pandemic and I've kind of just forgotten about it. But I realised it the other day yeah. that I just I don't have it. No, that, that could be a good point. Though. Well, you see, I didn't buy um, Last Jedi. Someone else gave me that. Yeah, You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. So, so I got that from Alex. That saved me having to buy it. Waste my money. Um, but um, Rise of Skywalker, the, the urge hasn't taken me yet. I will buy it at some point just so I've got it. But Just because you're a collector and a collection yeah. needs to be completed, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, but not for any other reason. I probably yeah. will never watch it. <laughs> It's, it's funny, it's one of their movies that I I kind of place it in like the second Matrix for me. Right. Like I like I like the second Matrix and I like Rise of Skywalker. I think we've we've gone over that. But the reason why I say that is because if it's on on Sky, for example, I'll watch it. But it's not the movie like when I go into Disney Plus, it's not a movie that I go to Disney Plus to say, Oh, I want to watch it. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, I understand completely. It's the same with The Matrix. I get what you mean. That's Whereas like... the first Matrix, I'll happily mm-hmm. sit down and watch it again and again and again. I love the Ma- I love the Matrix trilogy all in all, even though the second and the third one aren't as aren't as good. There's still something about it. And I love the Animatrix, which yeah. I don't know if either of you have seen. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. An- Got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Animatrix is quality. Um, but again, they're the, they're the ones that I would watch again and again. Whereas the second and the third one, if it's on, I'll watch it. But I wouldn't proactively go and get my DVD and put it on. Yeah. I did last yeah. night. Well, I was I, I watched Rise of Skywalker last night. Oh, what, on Disney Plus? Mm. All right, I didn't mean to add this into the agenda, by the way, listeners. Ali, go on. I find it more and more painful with every watch. Okay. Mm. I kind of half expected that. I half expected that. Oh, no, 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 genuinely. Like, I, I think it is... I think the reason I haven't bought it on DVD, and probably Dave hasn't, is that it's kind of slipped out of view and i don't remember star wars films slipping out of view so quickly this this one the last jedi went faster no the last jedi caused more controversy and for two years everyone was shouting about it this no okay fine yeah this film kind of just i think it might be pandemic to be honest i think it might be coronavirus but it kind of just it was released and then it's just kind of slipped out and like mandalorian has replaced it very very quickly yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with that. Uh, it's, it's funny, earlier on, a friend of mine, um, again on a group chat, I spoiled the recent episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier for a bunch of my mates, which I've been absolutely rinsed for all day. But I, one of my other friends, we're talking about the whole volume of content that's now available, whether that's Disney+, Plus, Netflix, Amazon, blah, blah, blah. He said, and I didn't expect this from him, he went, Mandalorian Season 2 is jaw-dropping, exciting i wish every other star wars film was like this no i'm torn on that i'm torn on that so i I think there's a reason it's up for so many awards for visuals and absolutely none for best series well it's funny we were going to get to that at some point in the podcast but while we're here let's just stay here so (laughs) the, the context around my mate saying that and why it surprised me was because he's seen 
the sequel trilogy. And I don't think he's seen the prequels. He might have seen the originals. I can't remember. But he was not a fan. He's like, I don't get it. Actually, no, he's seen the originals because he went, it's, it, it's, it's rubbish. It doesn't look great. Um, the CGI is terrible. And I'm like, you do realise this was made in 1977, right? You know, let, let's get some context here. And he's yeah, like, There, there yeah. was no CGI in the original until, until George Lucas went back and played with it. He bloody, exactly, that's the point. And he was like, it's, it's, it's really bad. So I'm a bit like, okay, hold on a minute. You, you, you obviously weren't a fan of the originals. But obviously, where the Mandalorian is set at a similar time, he related more to that than the sequel trilogies, which I found quite interesting. Yeah. I find that interesting as well, but we're probably going to come on to that with the Bad Batch as well a bit later from me. Well, I'm really struggling to be interested in it at all. What, the Bad Batch? Yeah, I just don't really care. Really? That's interesting. I'm I think really this is this is my solo problem again, though. I think coming through, go on. Because it's of a period where you already there feel is no consequence. Done. Yeah, there is yeah. zero consequence. Whatever happens, like it will tell a story of something that we didn't know before. That that will happen, and it may like reveal some bits and you know the, the rumors that you mentioned over a year ago, Alex, are still going strong. That that's what happens, and that there is a child involved. Oh right, yeah. The temple that is that's been heavily rumored recently, but I just there is no consequence because there's been so much Clone Wars and then there's been a sequel trilogy. It's kind of like I know where this goes, and I find it really hard to get motivated by that kind of storytelling. Now other people will, and that's absolutely fine, no problem with that. But for me, it's that lack of there is no. There is no consequence, and and you know that's one of my problems with the Mandalorian is is that to me there is consequences of it, and the consequences of it for me are not positive ones on the original trilogy, and that's one of my big big bugbears with the Mandalorian. Could okay, so could this also? We're really jumping around here because this this will also tie into another part. I know that was part of our agenda, and that was around around Del Rey and the books. Um, right. that, that we've been very lucky to have uh, sent to us by Delray. Um, now, I know that you, Ali, were not a massive fan of the very first Thrawn Chiss Ascendancy novel, um, Chaos Rising. Yeah, I think I didn't get it until I spoke to you guys. I think yeah. I understood it more after I spoke to you both. But I, but I, I think the, what you're about to say, I'm going to guess, but go on. Yeah, I was going to say, is it also because it's going backwards in time about Thrawn and you know for a fact that Thrawn exists later on in the story so why are you interested in his backstory exactly yes so like for example I'm kind of interested in you know the rumors of the Ahsoka series having Thrawn in it because it takes rebels forward yes and that's uncharted that's that's Ezra as a Jedi what's happened to him that's Ahsoka's journey that's Thrawn I'm kind of interested because that, and I don't know where those three characters end up at the end of it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I can see what you're saying but, with that. But it's the same for like Cassin Andor where I, I, I really, I'm not that bothered about it at the moment either. Because so, yeah. <laughs> for the same reasons. I, I find that really odd because when you think about it, your favorite Star Wars film is Revenge of the Sith. Yes. You knew, arguably, what was going to happen to Anakin. You knew what was going to happen to Obi-Wan. 
he had a rough idea of what was going to happen to Padme. I think you're giving me too much credit, actually. <laughs> I think you think I was much more of a Star Wars fan back then than I am now. Because, you know, no, 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 because I wouldn't link everything the way you would as a super uber fan then. So, like, yes, we knew that Anakin would become Darth Vader, right? Yeah. But, like, I, I wouldn't have known, like, there was a fight in a volcanic planet. Perhaps you guys would have known that. Like, to me, that was new when it was happening, if that makes sense. No, because I wasn't like an uber geek at the time. So I was like, whoa, what is this? They did what? Do you know what I mean? So all of those kind of things that were happening throughout it, they were the big, you're right, the big narrative, I knew what was happening. Like you knew Mm. Alpatine became the emperor from like, you know, the beginning of the Phantom Menace. Empire Strikes Back, but yeah. (laughs) But, but, you know, but the Phantom Menace when you watch episode Absolutely, yeah. yeah, But like, you know, so you know the big bits are going to happen, but I didn't know... I didn't know a lot of detail around it, if that makes sense. But, like, even if you think about... If you think about just going back to that period as well, like, the first time you hear of Darth Maul, for example, I'd only heard of Darth Vader before. So I was like, what? What is Darth? What does this mean? Do you know what I mean? So, like, and then there's a Darth City. What? Who is... Rule of Two? Never heard of this. What's this? Do you know what I mean? We were at different... Yeah, so there was different things to get you excited about this progressing story. Yeah, whereas maybe, whereas maybe if I had been like as big a fan as your Dave, I probably would have been a bit like, yeah, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, see that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the concept of a Darth has been written around in the EU for for years, right? So the 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 title Darth, we obviously know as a Sith Lord and whatnot. Um, So that wasn't new. But, yeah, I take your point. I think, yeah, I mean... It was new to me. Yeah, no, I get it. The one so, thing because was, I never read any of the EU, yeah. all that kind of stuff was was new, you know. I mean, chorus and everything like that was just... Everything was yes. new and different. Yeah, and yeah. then even going into, like... The it was clothing, literally shiny and new, yeah. Yeah, well, some for you might have been, like, um, Boba Fett's origin. That might have been new for you guys. But, like, I don't... Well, it changed. Okay, but, but but it was new when it happened because that that's now the canon. But do you know what I mean? So that for you would have been like, oh, that's a new thing. Yeah, Whereas for yeah. me, the whole thing was new, even though yeah. I kind of knew yeah. the big brushstrokes. Yeah. Whereas now, if I watch something like, I don't know, say, say when Boba Fett appears in The Mandalorian, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because I know where he's been and I know what's happened. But again, I didn't read the EU, so I'm not as up for him coming back as you are. Maybe it's all down to not reading the EU. <laughs> Well, uh, strangely, um, <laughs> it brings me round to another part of the this, this topic that I, I wanted to cover off, actually, that. Um, so, I'm, I, I, without deliberately or purposefully moving into that, the, sequ- the entire sequel now, for me, is something that I'm not interested in whatsoever, to the point where um, even... Even I, uh, how can I phrase? So I'm not saying the EU is better than that because um, there were some bits of the EU, um, which are now legends, which were really, really good. For instance, the original Thrawn trilogy yeah, yeah. was was absolutely phenomenal, um, and and some of the the Jedi Order novels were really, really good, um, but they were all set reasonably close time wise let's say in the first 10 20 years after the 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 battle of endor 
Yeah. But then all of all of the other novels which were written at the same time that maybe covered off the Clone Wars, that covered off um, the the earlier period with uh, Darth uh, Plagueis and and what have you, all of those were also conscribed to the scrap heap at the same time, and it was just a decision that no, no book that was written prior to Disney's acquisition would be considered canon in any way. Whereas there were some absolutely fantastic novels set during the Clone Wars and, and what have you. Well, so, the Karen Travis. Yes, yeah, the, the clone, the clone story, troopers themselves, yeah, which yeah, is brilliant. So, Can I me, jump on that Clone Wars bit, sorry, Dave, just for a yeah, second? Because yeah. obviously yeah. Disney Plus has released all the old Star Wars things, and I've only just seen in the last two weeks the the clone wars that was set yeah, or the again the again the again the yeah. series yeah. and some of the themes and stories in that i was like wow this is star wars in many yeah. ways much more than the clone wars that we ended up with in like yeah. the themes i was like wow because i was like sarge ventress was in this huh yeah. who yeah. knew that and like some of the things that were happening in the themes i was like oh this is proper star wars like and yeah. i and to me i've not seen proper star wars for a while, and I was kind of, oh, wow. The, sorry, the, sorry, no, sorry to keep to your I'm point, Dave, no, but that's no, no, obviously fine, not that's canon fine. either anymore. No. no, no, but now you know why Alex and myself have loved that that set of cartoons so much for so long. Yeah. They were just so well made. It, the stylistic was, was great, but the, the yeah. stories were great. It was an example of Star Wars could be made and done really well without George Lucas. Yeah, that was the first emphasis of of somebody doing Star Wars really well outside of his grasp, for want of a better word, and it was done really well. Um, and I think, and Dave, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I remember correctly, the series, the, the Clone Wars, got made on the back of the success of Clone yes. Wars because it, <laughs> yeah. it did so well. It never the fans, been made. Yeah, yeah, the fans really, really like it. That George Lucas went, hold on a minute, I can explore this in a in a method and way to deliver the content in a way that the fans clearly like. Obviously, the, the episodes were slightly longer, um, but nevertheless, in a way that hit home with the fans. And yeah, I, I again, that's another one of them things I'll happily put on Disney Plus to watch. Um, it, even, like the, the the episode where they go and see where Anakin gets his cut on his eye, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's one of the bits I'm talking about. But yeah, also yeah. on Disney Plus, remember, it's only two episodes and an hour each. Well, two long ones. Yeah, but a character like Mace Windu, right? I think yeah. more is done for him in that two hours mm. than is done in the entire Clone Wars. Because mm-hmm. like the way he is and everything, you're kind of like, yeah, I can see that as being the guy that faces the Emperor when we get to... As the top we, boy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And in, in a way that you kind of, in my view, others may disagree, but I, I didn't quite see that in the Clone Wars. And that's why I was kind of thought, this is this is kind of eye-opening stuff. Mm. And well yeah. done, Disney, for putting it on. Obviously, they didn't have to, but, but you know, I, I really enjoyed it. I must admit, when they dropped all that content, I saw, again, I suppose this is news to a certain extent because it happened while we were off-air. Um, you know, going back to our agenda that we've pretty much spoken about every single topic in the first 20 minutes of this show. Um, so that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We are done for this week. No, we're not really. Um, so where was I going with that? <laughs> Before I tried to get all sarcastic. Um, Clone Wars. Disney dropping content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was really surprised when they dropped all that content on Disney Plus because I saw it 
on it was on a Facebook group, um, which is predominantly filled full, full of Americans, to be honest with you. Um, and they were talking about it, and I was like, oh, you know, chances are it will all be on on the US version of Disney Plus. We're not going to get it over here. And then you start to read a little bit more, and it, nothing was actually said that it was going to become regional specific but it didn't say that it wasn't regional specific either so i was a bit like if it drops it drops if it doesn't it doesn't and then when they dropped it i was like wow they've actually got a legend section now on disney plus that's got clowns the gendy series ewoks yeah um the animated part of the holiday special i don't know why they don't have the full holiday special on there. Is uh, it? i know it's bad but it can't be for that reason otherwise i wouldn't have the last jedi on there <laughs> But no, in all seriousness, there was there was a new bunch of stuff. Like Ali, you mentioned earlier on before Dave joined the call off air, you'd never seen the Ewok series before either. No, I've, well, I still haven't. Oh, no, you, yeah. To be fair, the Ewoks were not as good as the droids. Yeah, the, the TV show of droids was so much better. I remember watching that on kids' TV back in the eighties because yeah. um, it was the only way you'd get content of Star Wars. That wasn't a, uh, not even well, Marvel comic were the only ones back in the eighties, right? So therefore, yeah. you know, there were even there wasn't even a lot of them because uh, I think when was the, th- the original well, Thrawn book? Had, was... You had you had um, Thundercats, you had yeah. uh, um, He-Man, She-Ra. Um, it's so odd because I remember all of these. Brave Star. Yeah, I must have been like just two years young or something to like watch yeah. Ewoks. Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Okay, you've lost me now. Dontanian, yeah, Dontanian Ulysses. And the, and the, and the, um, hey, Moscow. Hey, you like 30 at this point? No. <laughs> um, Captain, uh, no, uh, Inspector Gadget. I thought he was going to say Captain Planet there. This is say, a Star Wars podcast. Yeah. 80s, 10 no, no, this is funny. Do you know what I watched the other day? The Toys That Made Us. So that's a series on Netflix. Um, I don't know if you guys have, Ali, you're nodding. Um, but, for, for listeners, if you haven't seen it, go on Netflix. There's a series called The Toys That Made Us. And they talk about Star Wars. They talk about how that kind of changed the, the toy industry to a certain extent. Um, yeah. But there are other episodes where they talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, another favorite of mine, Transformers, um, and how Transformers, again, was a bit of a change in, in, in ways of working with toys and stuff. So highly recommend it. Star Wars link is there just. But anyway. Um, but going back to the Disney Plus content yeah they dropped it all and i was like this is fantastic and i've seen i've seen the gendy series and i've seen one episode of ewoks i think but it's on the agenda to to continue watching and ali you need to watch it mate because you're not a true fan until you've seen ewoks i'm washing my hair that day (laughs) it's it's almost it's almost like star wars does care bears well, well that's that, what that's got me right into it then, Dave. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, Dave, you're not selling it very well, mate. If you're calling, yeah, I know, but I'm being honest about it. I mean, I just watched <laughs> the song about the spirits of the forest, and I was like, "What? They were spirits of the forest? No, they were little teddy bears." Well, no, that's that's three PO. He had the spirit because he was the god. Yeah. I'm making it up. I don't know. Ewoks, spirits of the forest, but not like that. And I thought, I refer to them as murder murder bears. Murder bears, yeah, yeah. So I've, I've got I've got one two three four five I've got seven vintage well I've got seven vintage murder Still bears now all raspberries and stuff yeah. yeah and George George now likes the fact that I call them murder bears yeah. so 
Alex, where were we before we got onto this? Oh, I was going to say because yeah. Dave was talking Dave to was us mid, about Dave was mid ran. Yeah, no, no. So what I was, what I was saying was one of the one of the great things about the the, the way that Disney did cancel all of that and said it doesn't count anymore is the fact that they when they moved them into Legends, it meant that the books still existed. They didn't just destroy all the books, so that's good. And what I found is because all of those books were written, even though they were never they were never considered, let's say they were never considered canon by Lucasfilm. They were still endorsed by Lucasfilm and they still went through the quality checks for Lucasfilm, which means that if you read any of those books from the the, the ones that were set prior to um, Battle of Endor, let's say, none of them go against or or argue with any of the movies so you can still enjoy all of these books and, they and compliment them they, they do they do but i don't know if that would appeal to you ali for the very same reason that you already know the characters that are involved and whether I, I will it... say this dave i very much enjoyed the rise of skywalker book because it explained to me what the heck i just watched in the <laughs> cinema much better than the film ever did it, it did do a better job than the movie. I agree. Claudia Gray wrote that. It was a very good book. Much better it, book. So. Yeah. YouTube available, by the way, for listeners. We've done a whole podcast on it as well. So go um, and check it out. Uh, no, but I think the other thing that we were going to talk about, so we, we're kind of, yeah, you know, we're jumping around. You know, we, we never stay on topic. We never stay on track. For those of you that have listened to before, you know that standard practice in, in these in, in these neck of the woods. Um, but we were talking about Disney Plus. Let's jump into Bad Batch. Um, at the top of the show, Ali, you mentioned there around you've got you're not looking forward to Bad Batch. And again, we no. kind of touched on it a little bit. And no. I, for one, I'm looking forward to it. Reason being, the four episodes that we got of them in season seven of the Clone Wars. I thought were very good, um, slightly different because of the fact that the clones are different. Um, and we, we do talk about these in, in previous shows, but I'm interested to know where it goes because we know all the 66 kicks in. We know all the 66 is referenced in the Bad Batch. And we know there's an element of them being either chased after, hunted down, whatever phrase you want to use. But I want to know what happens to them why they're getting chased down by a clones? Does that mean that they've they've not had the chip installed? Does it mean that they've taken the chip out themselves? What what does that mean? Because obviously we know that they've got the Echo mm. join them from yep. the, the the original cast, if yep. you want to call it that. So he doesn't have the chip, the inhibitor chip. So did he tell them to take it out, or have they taken it out before, or because they were? abnormal did they not get it in the first place Ooh. i mean as i say there are two things i dislike one of them is no consequence the second is retconning and these guys just came out of nowhere never mentioned before nothing about them and all of a sudden there's these four superhero clones that are running around saving everything and like <laughs> i just i straight away with that i'm yeah, quite yeah. bad but it's interesting um Dave, I'm sure you're going to this. The fact that there's been a lot of leaks out of Lego recently, and it looks oh, like yeah. Lego have leaked what happens. 
really okay I'm, I'm a slight anger about this because um lego or the link well a bit of both to be fair um so all, all for, for the people who regularly join us and the people who've had a look at some of the articles that we put onto our website we up until maybe about a year and a half ago we used to regularly include um information about lego sets that were being released we did and we do it um under ndas from the the pr company and, and what have you and we were really good at sticking to the the ndas and only releasing when we're allowed to and and, and all of that and yeah. then about maybe 18 months ago things sort of changed and and what we've what we now tend to see which is probably why um we don't put as much stuff up onto our website anymore as we used to about Lego is because we tend to receive information about these um, new sets probably within an hour of them actually going officially live by Lego themselves, yep. which means we, we don't have the time because we all, we're all doing proper jobs. So we're trying to fit this in and we do all of the, the, the tweets and the Facebooks and, and what have you in between holding down proper jobs. We sorted out the website, we're putting up articles on there. We do it when we can around our day jobs. And that's one of the great things about what Del Rey does because they they send us copies of books a good week normally ahead of release of the book. So all three of us have got copies of the, the latest um um, greater good so we'll get a chance Strong, to yeah. read it ahead of publication um but like i were dropping these things i think the last one was about 20 minutes before the embargo lifted and it doesn't give us the time to put anything up on our website it doesn't give us enough time to, mm -hmm. to, to we're still downloading the images that they've released to us and then so we're under these really strict ndas and we don't release stuff and at the same time we're seeing all manner of leaks coming out of Lego directly, which I'm assuming are coming out of Lego directly on the basis that everybody else who's on our, on their official media list, like we are, are receiving stuff with almost no lead time. Yeah. So it's, there's still it's, other people leaking it. It's a, it's a kick in the teeth, isn't it really? Because, and this, it's not a dig at Lego per se, but it actually is to a certain extent, because there are times where, you know, we've, we've, done stuff collectively and and we we play by the rules um yeah. maybe we shouldn't i don't know i shouldn't say that live on on, on a podcast but never mind <laughs> uh, but no we we stick by the rules we agree to these terms we agree to having this content given to us because we are a trusted outlet to provide feedback content conversation push the information out due to people follow us because they're crazy but um but it's one of those things that and now we get to a point where we know that there's something good on the way, but it's already leaked. Everyone yeah. knows about it already. So where is the, it, you know, you start to then question, is the leak intentional? Is it unintentional? Is it accidental? Whatever. But because it's, you know, it's happened a lot. Yes. Which begs the question, why? Yes. But worse so, than that, it leaks what happens in the stuff we've not seen yet. Yes, yes. So th there's, there's two leaks that are knocking about at the moment. Um, one of them is... Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, guys, we'll, we'll let you know when yeah. you can come back. 
Yeah. Well, one one of one of them is less less um, a leak of the TV show. One of them is um, it looks like there is a free gift that is coming out on May the fourth if you do um, purchases of a of a certain value. I think it's it's normally about eighty pound. Um, that's not been yeah. That's not officially been released yet, but I've seen images of it, and and it looks like it's the the Lars Homestead and a. Um, the, the sand crawler yeah so that, but that that is not from what i'm seeing from lego officially what we've received officially from lego we've not been told that officially yet but we've seen that as leaks um and then and and considering that we're only two weeks away from that actually reaching the shops yeah. maybe it's a case of Lego need to get the finger out and actually tell people what because you'll you'll get people who are holding off making purchases maybe to see if there is a freebie because for the last few years there has been um, so it's nice to know what the freebie may be mm. um, so there's that and then the second one is is very pertinent to the conversation at the moment because it's a bad batch one. Do you know this, okay. Alex? Do you want us to keep quiet? I've, spoil it. No, I've seen the picture. I just don't know any context around the picture. It's a big spoiler. No, go for it, go on. Yeah, I, it, I, Dave. Yeah, so, I, I, yeah. Okay, I'll do it. So, uh, uh, so there's a a set that's that's come out, and in it, um, you can see Crosshair is one of the Bad Batch is included in the set, but wearing an Imperial suit, as mm. we've seen. And then, even worse, on a leak of the Crosshair Black Series figure, Hasbro have joined in the party at this. The, the text says, formerly a member of the Bad Batch, Crosshair's loyalty shift after his T... Oh, oh, sorry, I'll start that again. Formerly a member of the Bad Batch, Crosshair's loyalty shift after his team defects from Imperial service. Committed to the Empire, Crosshair leads a new squad of enlisted recruits. It's not a very big spoiler, is it? What? I mean... That... Let, let's just let's just roll with it, right? That's either a massive misdirection, and he wears the imperial uniform to infiltrate the empire, right? A bit like Junior to Lego figure. Boom! There you go. Or, or this is an incredibly bad leak up to the point where we know that Qui Gon Jinn got killed in the Phantom Menace soundtrack. Yeah. It's. But you should learn from that. That was twenty plus years ago. That's probably yeah. why they forgot it happened. Yeah, but this, but this, this is almost like the toy. But if Lego when... don't leak it, then yeah. they don't know it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. True. That's yeah. what I mean. There's something to do with the fact, like that. It's like, how did it get? Why? Yeah. Why the are Lego giving out to people this sort of information? Yeah. That that's the real point for me. And yeah. like, like you say, maybe it adds to story. Maybe, maybe like to be. I mean, you look at the way that. Um, some people have been cast in Star Wars with fan campaigns and you wonder just how organic they are because like they do seem a bit planted sometimes to be frank and you know like Sebastian Stan becoming you know if he's Luke Skywalker Skywalker at some point I'll be shocked with the amount of stuff behind that but you know like and that to me seems like one of those things where it's a helpful leak because we're talking about it on our podcast could be a misdirection and actually, you know, it's building the buzz and the narrative around it all. So there are such things as, yes, they're annoying, but they're helpful to Lucasfilm Disney. 
and that's why I think this could be one of those. But but this this is a leak of a set that's coming out in August. I know, but but, but that's that. But but the but the bad batch is coming out in a few weeks' time. Yeah, it is. It is. So the timing is is very very good. That's why it's a bit like you know, if you think away the way. Rosario Dawson was Ahsoka way before it was announced. Like everyone was talking about it, it was all happening, and you know when yeah. you when you when you watch Rise of Skywalker again and you hear Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka when Ray's doing her end act, and you think, ah, huh, that's kind of interesting, knowing that what we know now, but yeah. kind of you know the the campaign began years before it actually happened in the Mandalorian season two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, you are. But and and thing, that's, but that, but that's good PR in many ways. Yeah, you know, I'm, the thing with so the, it's the, supposed to be organic, but actually, is completely orchestrated. I, I, yeah, I mean the 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 the, the rise of Skywalker voice thing for Ashley Eckstein being a soaker rather than isn't necessarily a big deal because obviously in that same snippet you get what's his face McGregor and. Alec Guinness, yeah, both as yeah. Obi-Wan. So, I mean, for me, that, that, that's neither here nor there. But I think you're right, ultimately, in that there are things that get done for a good reason, and there are ones that are done that are an absolute balls up. Yeah. And, and to go back to my comment about Lego, those balls up have been happening for a good 12 months now. Just because you both said balls up, can we now say balls up? Well, I'll, I'll make sure I stick the... Uh, over the so if we keep saying balls up, you'll have to keep putting it over us when we say balls up. Is that right? For crying out loud. Well, that's oh, a my, ball, uh, that is <laughs> that, he's made. <laughs> I dropped a... Yeah, anyway. Um, yes, you're right. That was a bit of a mistake um, by me. Um, and I will definitely have to get the edit button out uh, for when I'm doing that. I'll be sure not to say balls up again. Good idea. Um, okay. I'm being abused by my wife because I made a mistake live on air. Oh, what she doesn't yeah. know is it's not live on air. It's recorded and you can simply edit that out. God bless editing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think jumping back to Bad Batch in its entirety, I think I, I wasn't aware that that context had been leaked. I've obviously yeah. seen yeah. the picture. I, th- I must admit, I think the set looks really cool. Um and I like it's uh, yeah. I, I, there's also an indicated retail price of ninety nine pound with that, which I feel is a little bit steep. Because it's, it's pound for dollar big. these days, it's, isn't it? Everything yeah. is pound for dollar. I bet it's ninety nine dollars. Yeah. Even then, that's still seventy quid in the current market. Big. That's no. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a speeder bike, a couple of minifigs, and the, the shuttle. And yeah, that's not a lot. Like. No. You could you can buy when we had Darth Maul leading the Mandos in Clone Wars. I got his shuttle, two Mandos, and him for about thirty quid. But but following Dave's recent experience with trying to collect figures, do you not think they actually just make less of them, make them more expensive these days? So the volume of yeah. supply isn't the same, but they make the same money. Yeah, so it's not necessarily supply and demand. It's more... Narrow the supply. Yeah, higher demand. And the higher price. So they end up making more money. Because that's the only reason I can think of of why these figures are so delayed all the time and all these sets of problems with them and no one can get hold of them and they're all on eBay. 
The only thing I can think of, of why it might be that expensive is that you might only be able to buy the minifig. Let's, we're of Crosshair in an imperial costume yeah. in yeah, that yeah. set. So that can be the only place you're ever going to buy it unless somebody buys a set and sticks it on eBay, to your point, Ali. Um, but maybe that's the only reason why it's that expensive. I don't know. Yeah, I just that just for me seems a lot. Yeah, because I, I think it's also suggested it's about a nine hundred piece set. So that you're looking at ten pence a brick. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, that's more than normal. Normal, more than normal. Yeah, yeah, it feels a bit steep. Yeah, interesting. But I, I, I yeah, you know, if the set was a bit cheaper than that, I'd probably jump in and buy it but um the show itself though so let's 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 take that rumor if that's the case do we think it's then crosshair that's leading the spin-off team to hunt the original bad batch then could well be and We're going back talking i know yeah i know talking's yeah. in it looking forward to hearing that um but then that goes back to my earlier point then because obviously i didn't know about the, the rumor how do they how do they then defect because is Crosshair, does he not have the inhibitor chip anyway, but then just sides with the Empire anyway? Or Well, remember, they are automatically part of the Empire by continuation. Yes. Yeah, defects the wrong word then. Defects so, from so the, the Bad people, Batch. The people who actually go into the yeah. Bad Batch and leave are the defectors? Yes, sorry, that's what I meant then. Yeah, no, but when you think of all the other, like, Rex... Um, fire, uh, from the the later series in Rebels, Fives and stuff, they are they don't have the inhibitor chip. They're not part of the Imperials. They defect, but they defect because they don't have the chip. Is that going to be the same with Bad Batch, or is it something else? What about all the ones that we see in um, Rebels, McGregor and all of those lot? They, oh, they... So, yeah, so you got Gregor and Wolf. You just got the yeah. three of them though. Yeah, yeah. I don't they're... know. Were they in the? Were they in the Clone Wars? Those two. Wolf was. Yeah, Wolf, yeah. Gregor, yeah. but Gregor, so I don't remember. Yeah. They may yeah. not have been in the series, but they're all of the same. But that's what I mean, clones, that they've gone through yeah. that. But yeah. I suppose at some point, they just it doesn't matter what they did. Wolf, Wolf, yeah. Wolf was a, a regular. He appeared in quite a few ah. different um, episodes. He was one of Dave Filoni's favourite clones. It's the Wolf Pack, was big, Yes, Wolf Pack. But it's, it's, yeah, which, which is what Dave Filoni's got as a tattoo as well. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. But that was because the uh, wolf pack was with the Jedi. Oh, what's he called? Um, the guy with the, the rebreather on Plo Koon. Plo Koon. Yeah, and Plo Koon is Dave Filoni's favourite Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's an interesting one because I mean, as we all know, Bad Batch starts on May the Fourth. Good yeah. day to drop it, right? Um, I read somewhere, and you guys might me if I'm wrong but I swear I read this somewhere it's two episodes dropping back to back or like a mini mini movie yeah yeah so 70 minutes I think yeah yeah which is a good chunk of time that's like the Clone Wars movie dropping when the Clone Wars movie yeah. first came out and Rebels that was yeah that was about 45 minutes wasn't it? I didn't think that was an hour was it I think it was about an hour yeah it was two episodes back to back yeah Okay. Well, either way, that's a good that's a good heap of Star Wars, and I'm sure we will be slightly more proactive at that point in time to do the show to review it. Uh, spoiler alert. And I think the next episode comes out on the seventh as well. Yeah, which it does. Like- yeah, yeah, the Friday, and then it's every Friday like it was 
for season seven and the Mando, right? And obviously most recently, WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Is that for like four, four to six weeks? Because then Loki comes out. Yeah, I think it's... Because then Loki the middle of June. Nine, it's nine episodes, but obviously where the first kind of two or three are dropped at the same time, it shortens this period of time that they're showing episodes. Which, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, right? I was all in for, for Clone Wars. I was all in for the Lost Missions. I was all in for episode uh, series seven, season seven. Yeah, seven. Um, I know, Ali, that wasn't some of your favourite stuff, but, um, I, you know, the way it ended, obviously retconned again. Certain things are happening in the Ahsoka book, blah, blah, blah. Which I, I don't understand that. Really don't understand that. that that's just sloppy. That's, yeah. Uh, but then it kind of begs the question, the Ahsoka book was written by not Dave Filoni. And you're like, well, did he have any influence in the story? Blah, blah, blah. Did they know about season seven coming? Maybe not, which is why they did the book the way they did the book. But I agree with you, mate, 100%. But you've, you've also got a disagreement between that episode and Rebels, where the explanation is, Rex says, I never turned on my yes. general. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. And he did. He did. Yeah. He did turn on Ahsoka. He struggled yeah. and really tried to not, but he did. But not on Anakin, his general. But she was his general at that time. Well, uh, I suppose she wasn't because she wasn't part of the. She wasn't part, she wasn't of, the... part of the Republic. She wasn't well, she a was Jedi. Part of the Republic. She, she wasn't, wasn't a Jedi. Jedi. So yeah. She wasn't a general, technically. Yeah. See, technicality's getting in the way here. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Dan. It annoyed yeah, but... me as well. I don't know why I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was I wrong. What... No, hold on. I've yeah. been contrary to be contrary with myself. <laughs> well, wow. To, yeah. to, to, to go back to, to one of the uh, bits of the conversation that we had earlier, I'm hoping that the Bad Batch touches possibly on some of the novels from Karen Travis because you've got a bunch of clones who go rogue. Well, they don't. Well, no, they're not rogue, are they? They're imperfect. Yes, uh, but they go rogue in that they don't follow the Imperial Creed, which is the way the Karen Travis books went. Yeah, because the, they well, they're called the Nulls because they were yeah. nulled out and null, they yeah. didn't count as being part of the official batch of troopers that yeah. were released to the um, to the Empire uh, Republic, as it were. Yeah. Um, so I don't think they're rogue per se they're just imperfect but yeah the it's, it's same beef different gravy though actually isn't it it really? is it is yeah yeah imperfect clones that weren't chipped mm. or potentially weren't chipped and decide that they're not part of the new empire and don't agree with the way that the clones turned on the jedi i'm just trying to remember back to the the 501st novel do they do they turn on Order 66? Because they're in the Order 66 book as well. No, because they help some of the Jedi escape. Ah, man, see, need to read the book again. I've got them upstairs. <laughs> Maybe I have to reread them again. But yeah, that's a really good point. And if they are imperfect, what exactly does that mean? Now, we know their physical and skills are very different, or they can hit a target, or one of them can. Um, whereas they're obviously a little bit different. Um, to the other clones so yeah it's just an interesting interesting story and i'm i'm looking forward to it mm. yeah 
Ali, any closing thoughts on on the bad batch? I'll give it a shot, you know. I, I will give it a shot, but and we'll see how it goes. But I don't. I, I, it's not like an essential like one division was for me. Mm. Like that had me like I need to watch the next episode and I need to watch it. I don't have that feeling with this. We've not seen any of it yet. No, but I knew like before it came out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some things you you're really excited about and you want to watch. This one I'm a bit like, I'll watch it because I like Star Wars, not because I'm particularly interested in this. Yeah, no, I get that's how I feel about the Loki series. See, I'm completely different about that. I cannot wait for that. Without turning this into a Marvel podcast, I'm worried about that series because just purely around the whole time travel thing. Well, it's already it's already a mess. (laughs) That that's my point. Like they've messed up time travel in avengers they've messed up time travel in agents of shield they're now using it in this as a mechanism to drive the story and i'm like how are they going to address this because there are certain things that happened well this is the loki that found the the tesseract Tesseract in endgame yeah so it's like hold on yeah so that's yeah, that's why he's called what's he called? It's got it on the back his back, I can't remember. It's the time like but it's council. Like inc- no no, but Loki's like called a an incidental Loki or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not actual Loki. Yeah, it's one from back in time. Yeah, and it, so the whole time travel thing is in such a mess in Marvel that by ha- having this they're either gonna rectify it or just make it worse. Well, it's gonna make it worse if uh, Captain America's yeah. coming back. Not well, talking about not talking about what's happened in the series. No, not even I know that stuff. But like, the I'm Chris talking Evans. about the, yeah, the fact that that has like been announced to be in production in Variety yesterday. See, the thing that I don't get is how are they going to play that? Without gonna, time travel, they can't. Well, that's the thing. Like, they could, time travel is going to be a way out for everything now. Even yeah. Star Wars. Literally, even Star Wars. The 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 world between worlds. Yeah. And Ahsoka's not dead. Wait, hold on. She was dead, but now she's not because Ahsoka pulled her, uh, Ezra pulled her out. Well, you see, for me, you see, I, I that helps me because that allows me to see all of the um, sequel trilogy as a different timeline, and I can keep going back into the the expanded universe books, the Legends books, the areas of, the, of that that I really enjoyed, such as the the original Thrawn st- stories. And I see them as two completely separate timelines these days. One that I actually enjoy, and one which is like... (laughs) Yeah, but you're using time travel as an excuse to ignore a film you don't like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rather than... Well, then again, it's... Because there are now two distinct timelines that have been created. But don't forget, J.J. Abrams is the guy who started all this nonsense with the new Star Trek series and the Kelvin timeline. Yeah. So like it's 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 not just like Marvel and Star Wars. It's every big franchise is up to this game. We've got a Matrix Four coming out soon, mm-hmm. and Neo's got to come back somehow. Yeah, but that's <laughs> Jonah not, Reeves is in it. That's not a reboot, though, is it? It's a continuation. Yeah, and he died. Yeah, but he doesn't die because he's the one. He's in the Matrix, so he can never die. Well, we'll see. He's like Jesus. Wait, do you see the time dead. travel, and you have to pull he out like aged a bit. <laughs> <laughs> see, uh, yeah, see that, again. That, that's the whole time travel thing is messed up 
in many different ways. So the fact that they're making, I don't know how many episodes are in it. And for me, there was only one important time travel movie ever, which is called Star Trek Four, when a probe it needs oh, yeah, to be cured yeah, yeah. by going back 200 years in time to capture a humpback whale. That, of course, is excellent storytelling. No notes whatsoever. <laughs> I, I was hoping you would say something sensible like Back to the Future. <laughs> no, 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 no. I genuinely think that may be the worst film with the worst example of time travel ever. What, Back to the Future? No, Star Trek Four. Oh, oh, right. oh no, when they literally go back yeah. to get humpback whales. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He, and spot the ghetto blaster. Brilliant. I, it, I did see though recently, <laughs> and I don't know if it was a tongue-in-cheek meme or not, but it was a case of um, humpback whale population has rebounded and is actually getting better and stronger now. And it, it shows like it, it was a, it was a meme that was effectively saying humpback whale numbers are on the increase. And then it shows a picture of the entire cast of Star Trek underneath. And it says, you can thank us now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done, Shatner. <laughs> wow. So we are generally OK. We're accrediting the growth in humpback whales to Star Trek. All right. You see, it, it was it, when it was released. It was at a time where whales were being so badly hunted, and it brought global awareness to the, the fact yeah. that the whales were being hunted to extinction. I mean, you know, Star Trek needs to have a use for something, so let's credit it with whales. All right, that's all good. Yeah, to yeah. <laughs> very true. Like creating Star Wars. I'm not very. I'm not even going to bite yeah. on that one. You, you, you might as well uh, credit Buck Rogers, uh, I do. Valerian. I do. I do, but no movie studio would have touched it without Star Trek. Just like no movie studio would have brought Star Trek back without Star Wars. That is very true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the movie wouldn't have been made because obviously the TV show was first what bombed. That, that's bombed. what I mean. Like, yeah. They, they no, are closely related for that. Well, they share the same name, first name anyway. So, yeah. you know. Um, Bad Batch. Dave. Dave. Right. Uh, do we have to keep going on about the Bad Batch? <laughs> All right, let's move on. Go on. <laughs> I want to talk about, because I, I, I've been desperate to talk to Dave about this. Oh, God. Oh, God. Dave. I'm desperate to Alex's reply to it as well. Dave, what do you think about the way that Kylo Ren was healed by Ray? that it turned out? What do you think about this new Force ability? That not only does Force healing bring you back to life, but it turns you away from the dark side. Oh. Dave, what do you think yeah. about this? I haven't drunk yeah. enough beer for this question. I, I think it's stupid, personally, mm. um, because it almost makes an entire mockery of the good and the bad. The fact that... Uh, it, if you look at the, the point, the fact that there were thousands of Jedi and only two Sith. Um, and the moment that the the greatest Jedis of their day discovered that Palpatine was Sith, rather than go there and try to heal him, which would have converted him back to the light side of the Force, they decided to arrest him and then ultimately execute him. And uh, it's just... Yeah, the the idea that you can be healed of badness. 
for for the benefit of our listeners, Ali, please could you add some context as to where this was established? Sure. It was in it was in a recent book, one of those kind of character descriptions going into what happened. You know, you get them every so often. These kind of dictionaries of of Star Wars that come out. So it's not. It's not kind of Disney, but it's a bit like you said earlier about George Lucas allowing it to exist in the universe. It's a yeah, bit it's like awful. that. It's, it's, it's not, an authorised book. It, it is, but it's not like... Was it like the visual guide to Rise yeah, Skywalker exactly, or something like that? Yeah, that's exactly what it is, yeah, yeah. but it's not the Rise of Skywalker. It's a more recent one. It's a dictionary one. And in it, there is a paragraph that says that the when Ray heals Kylo Ren before he trips out and sees his father, who was a memory but wasn't a memory but was there... Um, Spoiler. Um, at that point, not only did she heal his 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 body, she healed his spirit. And he forgot that he was a Sith or been trained in the ways of the dark side. And that is the moment where he then gets up, he chucks his lightsaber away, and then somehow gets to Exegol in two seconds and destroys everyone up. It yeah, no. I, I think it's utterly bonkers. I think it's one of those things, though, where I reckon if if someone high enough up at Lucasfilm or Disney had seen it, they would have said, do not do this. Do not do this. But I reckon it's got through on their, Q, like their quality assessment somehow. It, which then begs the question, what quality assurance and assessments are they actually doing? If their Q&A is that bad, well, um, because the story... Well, I mean, again, but this goes back a to... a fundamental idea of how the Force works. Well, as Finn says, that's not how the force works, right? So, but it, yeah. yeah but then, but then they fly now. Yeah. Well, yeah, that as well. And the then, have been the flying for years. He's a mess with that. So you know, the the thing that makes me laugh with this this thing is that it just makes me laugh. I think that's the only way to describe it because it mm. doesn't make any sense. Um, now, I know a lot of you know me as the Disney defender, whatever. But <laughs> I mean, that's just dumb. Right, let's be honest. Um, there is a lot. There is a lot. There is a lot that is dumb about the last two movies of the sequel trilogy. Um, but an explanation for something that wasn't needed, yet somebody felt they had to put in a book, is is, is stupid. Now, this is going to sound like a really weird thing to say. If it was in a comic that is officially done by Marvel, officially put together by senior storytellers at Marvel and Lucasfilm, you'd start to think someone's actually made a proactive decision to put that in a comic, which kind of means a lot more than all the comics in our canon, right? Whereas in a visual dictionary artist version of blah, 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 while that is then seen as being an official book, I don't think it holds as much weight. Well I, well, I would argue that because they then become effectively encyclopedias. They do, they're, because it's yeah, a bit like Ray's parents being a failed clone from Palpatine. That's like the grandfather. It goes into it a bit more and you understand it a bit more. But even then you start to go, how does a failed clone with no attachment to the Force produce Ray who does everything with the Force? So we we talked we talked we blah blah blah. No, we spoke no. We spoke about the novel of this book. We spoke about the novel of this film earlier on in the show, right? And we all agreed that that novel adds a bit of con, quite a lot of context and quite a lot of background and depth to the story of that movie. 
if that was actually a thing at that point in time, it would have been in the book. Yes, I yeah, agree. It has then yeah. been added to a different book written by different people 18 months later. But this, is, Lucas, but this is Luke, modern Lucasfilm. This yeah. is, it'll, it'll doesn't know what the right hand is doing. This is, you know, I hope we come into some of those Reddit leaks that have come out. This is the whole Matt Smith did film those parts. But was he the son of Mortis? Was he on Palpatine? What happened? Why did Disney force Palpatine as the big bad in the third film after allowing Ryan Johnson to kill off Snoke? Yeah. Like, That's, these yeah. questions are just like, where, what, what happened? Like, what, what is happening in this company? Well, what, one, one thing I find really strange is you, you've got, uh, as a senior member of the, the, the story writing group at, at Star Wars, Pablo Hidalgo. Mm-hmm. And he purports, and I'm, I, I don't know, he purports to be an ultra fan of, of Star he's Wars. Keeper of the Holocron, if you believe his, uh, or the, the title he's been given away. Uh, that means. Yeah, yeah. But but it's almost a case of well if you're gonna if you're gonna have that type of position, then you own all the crap as well as the good stuff. See, that's 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 the thing. Like if they if they wanted to again going back to the Marvel comparison, right? Kevin Feige is the man who keeps everything in check. Yes, across the movies, across the TV shows. Now. We had our gripes about time travel, and that that was a means to an end for that particular movie, and there clearly wasn't any impact on the consequence of what that might be further down the line. But for the most part, he is the man who has made Marvel go from making the odd film like Incredible Hulk, yeah, Iron Man One. I'm not going to talk about two or three because they were terrible films, um, but he's kept the storyline interlinked and ownership it, and it doesn't argue with itself 100% whereas Lucasfilm doesn't have that but it should have been Kathleen Kennedy now, but it did have a story group yeah no but that's the thing the story group clearly doesn't know to your point earlier on what the right hand is doing and what the left hand is doing which doesn't make any sense that's what I mean but, like, they had everything in place that Marvel has in place but there should have been this one individual like Kevin Feige who is the man that kept it all together now kathleen kennedy has been criticized heavily for a lot of stuff that's gone on since the takeover some of it just some of it not in my opinion but i'm not going down that route just yet but she should have been the person who kept everything together and has messed up from a sequel trilogy perspective mando rogue one solo for some reason that's worked yeah they've they've almost escaped yeah but can we can we like just just on getting to that reddit spoiler territory i know you haven't read it all alex well i haven't read it for this particular reason because i want you to tell me about it but the starting (laughs) point is is last year bob Iger brought out a book which spoke about the way that george lucas ends up leaving disney lucas filmed the entire project right now what this what what is leaking and we did hear some rumors of it at the time is that jj abrahams wanted to walk because of what happened to george lucas Mm. yeah now that puts a whole different spin on from what bob Iger was saying because bob Iger was describing it as jj abrahams wanting to go in a different direction 
Mm. And now this is coming out, and it's kind of like it seems. Who's right? Well, no one will ever know, but but it does seem when you start a new trilogy in that kind of way, when there's when at the very top, to your point, where the decisions are being made, where the structure of what's going to happen, if they can't get what they want to happen together at that point the whole thing will fall apart. And for me, it did from that point. It's a power struggle the whole time. The only one who gets through this is Ryan Johnson because he follows all the story notes that Kathleen Kennedy and the story group give him. And it turns out everyone hates them. But that's the only episode that was done by that story group. J.J. Abrahams comes in and says, do you know what? Actually, we need two films to finish this off. Disney say absolutely not. And we all heard the rumours of that at the time because he wanted a film to fix it and a film to end it. Mm-hmm. And we can see from what he did in Rise needed. of Skywalker, we can see that he tried to do that in one film, which turns it into a mess because it's every two seconds, it's boom, this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. And the boom, boom, boom is done at the expense of the story. And then we need to have a JJ cut release. But it exists apparently, and that's what I'm saying. But that's, that's what, I mean. what they're saying about Matt, Matt Smith, Doctor Who, filmed those parts. He was on that character. He was on yeah. the release of characters. He was there. Everyone knows it happened. And there was a, a four-hour version, they say, of this film, but it's not put together. You know, it's, it's a bit like the Snyder thing. There are bits and there are bobs, but it's not put together. But like, yeah. the, but like the room for that is, again, is in this Reddit thing, is that JJ didn't want Palpatine. Colin Trevorrow certainly didn't want Palpatine and lost his job yeah. over it. But Disney felt that at this point they had no choice because they needed a big big bad. bad. And if there was no big bad, the whole thing loses its impact. And Hux was not going to be the big bad with Kylo Ren because if that happened, then how does Kylo Ren redeem himself? So it's just an absolute mess. And when you start to see all this stuff and like I say, it's a Reddit, it's a Reddit rumor. But you see all this stuff and you think, wow, JJ, actually, you did well to get a film out of all this that was going on. I mean, I don't like the film. But the fact he managed to get it out is actually quite an achievement with what was going on at the time and all the different pressures and the Jewel of Fates um, script that we've seen. And some people really like, some people don't, but the concepts are in there, I think, are really interesting. You know, there's this idea in this leak that, like, that in the JJ version from the start, it was going to... So at the end of The Force Awakens, and I've heard this over the last few years as well, so at the end of The Force Awakens, Luke was supposed to be having boulders up in the air all around him using the Force. And Ryan Johnson asked him to take it out because Ryan Johnson wanted to have Luke the Hermit. So the version, so the version of Luke that we got was never the JJ version. At the end of the version we were supposed to get when JJ kicked it off mm. is Luke with his academy starting things off. But that's ruined by the second one. But that still doesn't excuse the lack of leadership at the top. And what happened between those key people who kicked the whole thing off? Sorry, I've kind of gone into it a bit there. But honestly, I think this is the most interesting and revealing because, I mean, anyone could have written this with all the kind of leaks we've heard down the years about what's happened and what's not happened. But if this person, as he says, was on set for all three films and is no longer involved and that's why he's doing it, it makes sense. Everything kind of from bits that we know as the Uber Star Wars fans, it makes sense to me as to why we ended up where we did. It, yeah. It's funny because there are like when you when you sent the link over, 
I must admit, and we, I joked with you guys off air, but effectively, I saw how long it was, and I thought, I'm not reading that. Um, I read slow enough at the best of times, let alone adding that to the list. Uh, and I've got a thrill novel to read. So I, I saw it, and I'm a bit like, it's a rumour. So maybe I shouldn't have done it. I, I just completely ignored it. Because until this is fact or comes out that it's real, I will take more credence from it. Yeah. And if it comes out, then bang on, this deserves a lot of credit and due exposure. Yeah. Until that point, it's like somebody telling me the bad guy in WandaVision is Mephisto. The thing is, though, Alex, right, is that how many times in the last two years have I shared a link with you or you shared a link with me? And it's turned out to be 100% accurate. We knew the plot line to the Rise of Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker a yeah. week before it came out. We knew the Ahsoka episode literally. Yeah, line for line almost. Yeah, yeah. The week before. When this stuff comes out, like, okay, I'm going to read you this bit about Ray's backstory. And like, obviously, you don't you don't know this, Alex, so it'll be interesting to see your view. The backstory to how Ray was left on Jakku changed several times. Luke left her with Law Senteca, who had once been a Force user as well makes sense as to why he had this kind of big bit yeah. and then just never spoken about again in one draft. Another draft, Kylo left her there as an act of, of act of compassion. This concept made it into the final draft of um, Jewel of the Fates, which we know happened, and into the first draft of The Rise of Skywalker. Like, that sort of stuff is kind of like... It fits. Did you read the Reddit, Dave? No. <laughs> So Alex, as our Disney defender, I'm expecting you to have some some views on this. But to yeah. me, seeing what happened, I think there, there could be there's some there could be some interesting discussion about it. So first of all, Finn, subject of controversy right from the start. Abraham's wanted John Boyega to play Finn. Alan Horn, who at the time was head of Disney cinema. Is he not? He still is, isn't he? But he's not. He was he's in the, he's in the company somewhere. But yeah, at the time yeah. he was like in charge of cinema anyway. Um, he, as well as additional Disney producers, saw this as a risk. Horn pushing for an Ansel Elgort type. I don't know who that is or what that means. Finn being a Jedi was also something Disney producers thought was too much. If John, Boyega, if John Boyega was cast, Abrahams is forced to water down that subplot in The Force Awakens, which is kind of interesting because of what happens in The Rise of Skywalker when he's got more creative autonomy because mm. he came back if he got to do what he wanted, as we know. Horn was the most vocal against a romance between Finn and Rey, risk factor playing a big part. Abrahams would eventually have to set up a romance between Poe and Finn when Disney requested him to not go forward with Finn and Ray, which he refused. <clears throat> now, so, we, all we, yeah. so before you go for it, just, just to put this in context, we know what John Boyega thinks about his part. That's, yeah. And we know how he, what he thinks. So yeah. what do you think? Well, I mean, clearly John Boyega's got a point. Let's be honest. So there's... There's a ton of implied prejudice in those comments. Um, Not necessarily. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be devil's advocate for Disney here. 
it's not necessarily we're swapping that, roles. Yeah, yeah. It's I was gonna say it's not necessarily that they there was a bias within Disney or within Lucasfilm, more that they were fearful of the backlash from within the cinema audience. Yes, but I would argue they shouldn't they shouldn't Care. do that just because that's gonna happen. That's yeah, that's what I mean. There's that implied prejudice, and you know, we saw the reaction. Ali, you alluded to it when Finn stepped up in the first trailer, which I loved, yeah. by the way. Yeah, um, yeah, awesome. As as a stormtrooper, there was a ton of backlash about having a black stormtrooper. There were, there were. And and if Alan Horn's worry was that by being too forward forward thinking is the wrong word but by being too open include thank you dave inclusive is a problem then that's his problem it shouldn't Mm, have been a problem for disney right or lucasfilm at that point in time so the irony in that is that at the moment linked to being woke and i'm using air quotes here Disney is getting a lot of heat from a lot of fans for being too woke. Yeah. So the fact that Disney are worried about having a black stormtrooper or indeed a gay black stormtrooper based on what you kind of touched on earlier on, Ali, between Finn and Poe, it's like, hold on. If you're open to diversity, inclusivity and openness, that shouldn't have been a worry. It should have arguably been encouraged. Yeah. So hearing Finn's comments, Finn's, hearing John Baez's comments um, a few couple of weeks, maybe a month or two ago back, hearing that, it is marrying up. And we do know that Finn got benched, for want of a better word, in The Last Jedi, <clears throat> for whatever he got, reason. He got benched in The Rise of Skywalker. He filmed um, a load of scenes that didn't see the, the light of day. That's yeah. what I mean. And there was that concept around a lot of the stormtroopers that he then meets on Exegol yeah. having an angle that they left because of him and him being like this inspirational person to make yeah. people buck against the first order now I mean if that's true then that's dumb they should have just progressed with that story because that makes a hell of a lot of sense but I I'm surprised that there would be that level of concern from the higher up in the Ecklians of Disney for that. I must, that, that surprises me. But at the same point, if fan pressure, was, if fan uh, appreciation, pressure, acceptance was such a big concern, how did they mess up The Last Jedi? <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's, it's one extreme to the other. Yeah. Well, well you, you, well, there's also uh, another one. Sorry, Dave, just, yeah. just to, as, as yeah, yeah. Rumor that Jana, who you remember at the end with Lando, Lando's kid, yeah, was was Finn's sister. So they had come. So sorry, I'll read it on because that has been rumored in the last week as being a future plotline. By the way, so that one still. I don't know if you've seen that. That that's been out there for the Disney Plus series, but yeah, it says they were separated when they were kidnapped. Their last names were once. This is how specific specific is. Galfridian. Now, I understand that that name means something to EU Star Wars fans because it's been used before. Um, it 
Sounds familiar, but... But um, it's, it is interesting, because when you see that dynamic, because she is someone who is a First Order trooper who, again, rebelled when the Force told her to. So you mm. can kind of see it could well have been set up, but then in the final version, not executed, if that makes sense, that that didn't happen. And then it led us to look at the Lando daughter thing. But, but you can see, just from watching the final version, you can see that storyline. But, but that's, that's like, you, you, we came, we, well, I, I was maybe the only person who, who saw this. I'm, I'm hoping other people also picked up on this. When you saw The Force Awakens, there was a definite um, relationship forming between Finn and Rey. Yes, you you could definitely see that there was a romance in the in the blossom there. I mean, Finn and made then, the comment, "You've got, have you got a boyfriend or something like yeah, that? You've got to give back yeah. to a boyfriend." You know, that, yeah. That, could you be yeah. more obvious? <laughs> yeah, and and then you then move into the Last Jedi, and it became too much of a focus that it was Ray with Kylo Ren. Yeah. And the only way of distracting the Finn part of that was to shoe on Rose into this almost love quadrangle. Well, well, and Poe at the end of that episode. Well, yeah. Yeah, the love triangle. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, because the whole thing, obviously, in The Rise of Skywalker is is Poe turning around to Finn and saying, what did you mean? And you picked up as the force straight away, Dave. Whereas when I watched it, I thought it was the romance that he fancied her. And there was a connection there. That's what I thought it was. And obviously, I didn't get it right, but... But I thought that was subtext was there the entire time. Oh, it was, yeah. yeah. So, Alex, you, you didn't actually disagree with me as much as I expected. No, I, well, it's it, it's a surprise to kind of hear that, like I said, the fact that Disney's getting a lot of heat at the moment for being woke. Oh, I hate saying that. For, I hate saying that word. I hate I hate the term because it's a case of... You're criticising people for being awake and being aware of social injustice. Correct. How can you how can you insult someone for having an awareness of injustice? <laughs> I don't like you because you're inclusive. You are not racist and you're not homophobic. Oh, that's horrible. No. And you're aware of how bad society yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew slavery was a bad thing? It's like, come on, guys, let, let's get real. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, without turning this into another political podcast, which we might have done a few times in the past, I'm sure. Um, but, um, Ali, how many uh, bullets? Can I go for a few wrong? more little spoilers? Go on in. Okay, how about this one? Lucasfilm wanted Star Wars to be moved past the Skywalkers, pushing for them to be retired from the start. That makes a lot of sense to me, yeah. the way they cut Clone Wars straight mm-hmm. away, and they almost disowned the entire prequel trilogy. Yeah, they wanted to ditch the prequel trilogy, yeah. yeah. So, it, it, to, in many ways, it, it would... They've done a pretty bad job, obviously, of closing off the Skywalker thing, but 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 mm. that makes sense as a strategic decision yeah. for Disney, that they seem to have lost faith in somewhere um, by yeah. the yeah. very nature of the end of Rise of Skywalker when Rey decrees herself a Skywalker out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, we we if you remember correctly, if you go back to one of the earlier shows that we did around after Disney, the Disney purchase and our first early shows, I kind of mentioned there was a hell of a lot of rumours of the fact that 
Disney wanted to ditch the prequel trilogy because they didn't want to be tied down to the bad perception yeah. of what the prequel trilogy has done to the story and impact on Vader, blah, blah, blah. Yet they've done more damage with the sequel trilogy, arguably, ish, depending on your point of view. Um, so it, it just makes me laugh. But the fact that they wanted to ditch the Skywalkers, for me, that's not a surprise. No, I'm, I'm not surprised by that at all. But, but I... I actually agree with that. They should have done that a lot sooner. They should never have gone back to the sequels. Yeah. I mean, it, and the thing is, there's a good gap between Return of the Jedi to The Force Awakens, right? There's a big old gap. It's 30 years? 30 years-ish. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Stick another 30 on top, and you can completely disregard everything that you might have done. Exactly. But, that would have been a lot simpler, and you, you could even have had the the vague the vague overall story exactly the same. You could have had the grandchild of Luke Skywalker. Who cares? Yeah, um, exactly. You know, I, know, I know that's borderline EU with um, oh, what was Luke's kid Ben? No, yeah, his kid um, was Ben in the books, not Luke. Like Luke and Leia had um, Jania and Jason. Jania and Jason. Yeah, that's right. Whereas obviously but Luke they also, had. Ben. But they had a they had a younger one as well who died. Um, was Ben not theirs? Or was Ben the one that died? Yeah, Ben was the one that died. What was Luke and Mera's kid? Mara, Mera, whatever, Jade. Either way, either yeah. way, they had a kid, so it, it would have been borderline that. And there's yeah. there's a set of books that were set a hundred years after the end of the Return of the yes. Jedi that are. Yeah. Themed around the Caden, no Jaden. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. So yeah, but go on, Ali. You were about to say something, mate. No, no, no. I was, I was just going to go for. I we, we've been doing this a long time now, so I just wanted to be like, maybe we could just go through a few of the differences between the alleged version we got and the yeah. JJ version, if that's all right. Um. So the first one is Matt Smith, as we've discussed. So I don't think we need to talk about that anymore. It looks like he filmed parts, and we'll. Maybe one day we'll see them. Uh, the fact that Palpatine's role constantly changed. Originally yeah. a dark spirit to possessed person to eventually rescued zombie clone, which is what we got obviously, at the end. Uh, the original role was just a cameo for fans, but it kind of went further and further. Ray's parents had been Luke and a force archaeologist who found Anakin's lightsaber after the events of the original trilogy, but before the sequel trilogy. Uh, um, I, I still want to know how Matt's got hold of that lightsaber, but it does seem like something happened. Yeah, there. Uh, Kylo and Ray's relationship was more tragic. Ray wanting to put him out of his misery, and Kylo wanting to be free. I could see that as being a Star Wars thing, but not a Disney thing. Yeah. Um, there was a scene of Kylo saying, saving, uh, saying goodbye to Leia, giving closure to mother and son in it. Uh, Jaina being Finn's sister, we spoke about. Um, Rose subplot dedicated to outsmarting the First Order. I can believe that, because why was she just on that base doing nothing the whole episode? Yeah, yeah. That was a that real was, That was all... Yeah. I mean, the, the benching, again, of Rose yeah. in the last film. Yeah. I mean, Kelly Marie Tran got some ridiculous amount of hate just for being Asian, which is dumb. Um, yeah. Utterly yeah. stupid. Yeah. I just I think the character's pointless. And that's nothing about her. She's a she's a really good actress, and some yeah. of the other stuff that I've seen her do, and it's not about her; it's about the character. And yeah. 
her being benched in the Rise of Skywalker, I get why the fans who liked her were upset because it's it's a bit harsh. But in my opinion, it wasn't a big enough character to get excited about. Um, she shouldn't have had the prominence she did have in the, the Last Jedi. But once but you do, was, you can't sideline See, that's the thing, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 that's the thing. If you're putting somebody in the limelight, they're in the limelight. You can't then but, go... But you could say the same with Finn. Yeah, he's 100%. Yeah, 100%. Okay, the next three I think you'll find quite interesting, but I'm racing through them. Coruscant was a key world for the conflict between the First Order and the Resistance. I'd heard that, like, yeah, I remember years that being ago. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. but that would have been something to see, wouldn't it? I would have loved that. Yeah, of, yeah. I mean, that would have been awesome. Okay, um, several flashbacks to Luke's life before the sequels, because there's always been this weird thing, right? Where in uh, the Force Awakens, when Han says. Luke's gone off to search for the original place of that. And it's never explained and we don't yeah. see anything because it's hard to believe that Luke Skywalker was just like, I've gone there to cut myself off from the force. Yeah. After what happened, it's just really hard. Correct. But, but yeah. the idea in this one, it says is that Luke had been looking for Mortis through Act two. Now we know Mortis was talked about. Reference. And when I hear yeah. that, I'm like, yeah, yeah I can get that. Yeah, that I makes get that. sense. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that'd be good. And Luke and Kylo would have had a proper duel on Mortis. And that scene was based off the confrontation on the Jewel of Fates, which we've seen the script of and everything. That's so, interesting, yeah. 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 Um, final Battle for the Resistance takes place over a giant docking bay with a force First Order fleet on Coruscant. Um, the message to the galaxy uh, is Leia's call to help from The Last Jedi that BB-8 recorded. So, you know, when Lando goes off and gets everyone together, yeah. it, it would have been Leia, but they changed it to Lando. For obvious reasons, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Ray offers Kylo redemption. Knights of Ren would be killed. Kylo accepts his defeat and returns to the light as he does. That is how Kylo redeems. Out. I mean, the Knights of Ren thing is a mess. Like, uh, no so sense. much promise. Yeah, yeah. And the Force, Force Ghost would have appeared, which everyone thought was going to happen. There I, were I rumors Christian, Hayden Christian happened. was on set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we heard his voice, but we didn't see it, and. Uh, the Resistance gang would have celebrated on Tatooine at the last homestead. Finn and Ray watching the sunrise hand in hand with Jana, Rose, Poe, Zori, Chewie and the droids. Um, it was rumoured to be a four hours cut, the JJ version. I mean, if we get a JJ version, I'm going to be all over it. Um, it won't so, have Bob Chapek, will it? Uh, well, they said that about the Zack Snyder cut. They said that was never going to happen. And it, a couple of years later, it did. So I think that happened because there were a load of uh, people sitting around with nothing to do for a year when every film was cancelled or put back. Yeah, true, true. So, like, I think well, it was the circumstance of the pandemic yeah. that was that. Whereas Disney was content was, yeah. coming out everywhere. It's different. Yeah, I, I would say that there was also more, more interest in the alternative version. Especially when you look at the, the fallout with Joss Whedon as well. Yeah. Whereas you look at the the uh, last uh, Rise of Skywalker, you've either got people who were satisfied with it because it created closure, or you've got people who are dissatisfied with it because it retconned so much that happened in the Last Jedi. But is it, it, it would this this four-hour cut really undo those retconning it probably wouldn't I, if i was disney i wouldn't do it because of the wounds it would open in the fandom because yeah. like someone would be unhappy someone would be deeply unhappy a lot of people someone do. like me might be happier with it but for everyone of me there's 
another one who wouldn't. Yeah. And, I, and they probably thought, you know what? It's probably the reason to our point at the beginning why we, there was no real follow-up of the film. There was nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. done about it. Because actually, Disney were like, let's close this down and move Star Wars yeah, to is. Disney Plus for a few years, get people back excited, yeah. put it back in the cinema in a few years' time. I mean, arguably, it's worked. The Mando's really hyped up the fans, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, they're also focusing on completely different timelines now. So yeah. they're, they're not even revi- revisiting 30 years after the Battle of Endor. All of the focus now is either original era trilogy, original trilogy era, mm-hmm. or or even earlier with the, the, the new um, Light of the Jedi. Um, uh, High, High, High Republic. Republic. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Also from a TV perspective, like knowing the Acolyte is coming. And that's going to be yeah. what two hundred years before Phantom yeah. Menace? So is that ties, right? Or something like that. So that ties into um, the High Republic again. At the end of the High Republic, and then kicking off Darth Plagueis, hopefully. Um, but yeah. Can, can I say one thing though? Uh, sorry, I, I was reading, so I didn't want to get involved with it. But I do think there. I know when you say woke is all like always a good thing. I actually don't agree with you all the time on that. And I'll give you an example of that was when we didn't put enough women up on Women's Day on Twitter. The amount of abuse we got from what I would describe as woke people was unbelievable. I have not, like, because we've left this person out, or we've not done this, or we've not done that. Crazy. I would actually suggest, though, that the people who were abusive on that post were either Cara Dune fans, for the most part, 90% 90% of the abusive ones were worse Cara June. Cara mm-hmm. June should be there. You just, you, you're just, um, you're just... You're hating on Cara June, yeah. Yeah, Gina, like, Car- Gina Carano, yeah. There were a yeah. lot that were beyond that as well, Dave. Well, no, no, that was that was the majority of it. It be, The worst of it became yeah. was actually people who were anti-trans. Um, Ray. Old. And anti-Ray. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I, I, would, I would actually say that the, 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 for the most part... The the people who probably have an interest in inclusivity were fine. It was the people who had agendas who were typically you've just cancelled Cara June there. Why have you cancelled Cara June? It's like we've not cancelled her. She managed to cancel herself actually. But no. <laughs> yeah, that 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 whole situation was a weird. It wasn't one. just Cara June. There were a lot of other characters in that as well. They weren't. Uh, but I got myself into an argument with a guy because he went and put 28 people on our one instead of the 12 years yeah. because he said we left too many out. And that's what I mean about that sort of over... Well, that's, that's, You cannot be everything... That's, 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 not, that's not being that's woke, not woke, though. That's not being woke, though. That's just being picky. That's, yes. that's, that's just not understanding. No, that. it's saying we weren't woke enough to do that. That's what his argument was. Well, his, his argument was that he could do a better job than that's we could. That's what I'm did. saying. Yeah, that's not, that's not being anti-woke. That's just being a dick. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. the, that's what I'm saying. They were saying we weren't woke enough. So it can go too far. It definitely yeah. can. The like, thing that not... Yeah, like that I mean... That, unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that. Like That whole... That. that day. I mean, like... I think it was last year's International Women's Day. We did a podcast about some of our favourite female characters of Star Wars, right? And that show is still one of the lowest downloaded, listened shows that we have ever done. Because mm. we put the word international, mm. I, I think it's because we put International Women's Day in the title of the show. Yeah. And 
I still don't get it. Star Wars has always had strong female characters from mm. the OT. Were there, were there a lot of them and were they outweighed by white men? Yeah. But there was still representation of strong female characters. Should there have been more? Maybe. Probably. But it's not like you're going from a show that had none to all of a sudden a show that had a million. That, that I just don't get it. We should always celebrate what is good about Star Wars and what is great about it is that we've had people like Leia, Mon Mothma in positions of power doing something for the greater good. Yeah. And black yeah. people like Lando. And exactly. The fact that we had somebody like him in there in this was in the 70s and the early 80s, right, where discrimination was still going on. As much as people want to say we were forward thinking, even back then we weren't. And that there was a lot of people in the industry. If you were introducing a, a black character, dare I say it, they were being killed off early because they were easy to get rid of, which is an absolute joke. Or you were making a movie about like a hustler or a drug dealer, which is an absolute ridiculous stereotype. Um, but even then, you still had these individuals who were prominent in a large franchise even star trek right star trek had whoa, whoa, whoa. star trek has the first ever interracial kiss on television boom there Oof. you go so you've got components of things that make the fandom should well, should make the fandom appreciate the the level of inclusivity star wars has could there be more there always can be arguments for more and yes there probably should be but it's not like it's none there you know um and, but going back to my original point about International Women's Day, that's still the lowest podcast. And it's a really intriguing conversation that we collectively have about our appreciation for the women in Star Wars. Yet one year, maybe even two years, I can't remember. We're getting heat because we're not showing a small picture of Aya Sakura or Gina Carano because she's got cancer. It's like, oh, come on. We ain't going to be able to have everyone on a tweet. In one little picture. Somebody tried to bring in a tweet, your point, where they had really small pictures of a ton of people from Star Wars. I'm like, you're missing the point. The point isn't around the volume of female characters. It was a representation of some. And we even used the word some, I think, in the, in the yeah. tweet, right? It's yeah. like, read the words. So I'm going to get off my soapbox now. You're not on your soapbox because Dave and I fully agree with you. Like, mm. But that's why I wanted to be like, that was that was... And to be honest, I've not been as active on Twitter since. Because I've kind of like... That was the first time I've seen the fandom menace really come after us. Yeah, totally, and yeah. Deeply. I, I found it offensive and disturbing. It was quite upsetting, Vitriol. Really. It was. It was angry. Yeah. It was angry that we were trying to do... Say that there are fantastic women in Star Wars, like you said, via podcasts, via yeah. a picture. <laughs> That's all we're saying. We're saying it's great. That there are great female characters in Star Wars. That's all we're trying to say. Yeah. Wow. That yeah, yeah, yeah. that is possible. It kind of makes you think that that Reddit Boyega rumor from Horn. Maybe yeah. he was like, Do you know what? I just don't want any part of that. I don't want yeah. any part of that. There's yeah. There's a difference between that's covering. That's not the right thing to do. But but you see it. it. Yeah. It's not you, the right thing to do. There's a difference between covering your backside before some. It's like. It's like, what's that film? The Minority Report. It's like you're trying to stop a crime from happening before it happens. It's like, this isn't a crime. You're having a conversation about inclusivity and making something better for the greater good. Yet all of a sudden you're getting heat for it or you're worried because the fans are going to backlash. Now, 
they did, they did, which is obviously something of a concern because you want to get the fans on the side. But having a black stormtrooper should not get that reaction. That's utterly no. ridiculous. No. I, I remember one of the bits of fallout from that was, oh, stormtroopers are white. Just look at the clones. All the clones were white. It's like, no, they weren't. They were Maoris, you idiot. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing you're supposed to argue, and you still got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that everything from the Reddit, or was there anything more you wanted to go into? Conscious of time. I don't want to go into anything more. So before we wrap up, Dave, I'm going to hand this one over to you, mate. Our friends at Delray, and you touched on this at the start of the show, recently sent us across some preview copies of the latest Thrawn book. Greater Good as part of the Chiss Ascendancy trilogy. Mm -hmm. We have some copies that are in hard copy of that book. We also have got some copies sent to us of the the soft copy. It's not a soft copy, is it? It's a paperback of of the first book. Um, Chaos Rising. Chaos Rising. Thank you very much. Um, And we've had had a pretty decent entry. Um, And over to you. No, that's fine. Um, so today is Saturday. Um, the closing date for the competition was yesterday. So today, uh, between Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, we've given everybody a number. So tomorrow I will print out all those numbers, put them all into a Stormtrooper helmet. Um, one of one of my many Stormtrooper helmets that seem to be um, breeding at the moment um, and get one of my kids to um, pull the, the winner and the runners-up. Yes, that is a... We have to, I was going to say, can we do it live? But I can't really do it live, can we really? But, well, I can record it. I can record yeah, it and then, cool. and then post it. So I'll do that tomorrow. So that'll happen on Sunday. We will have our winner and runners-up um, and we will ship out the books on Monday then. Perfect. Yeah, so guys, watch out for it on a variety of different social media channels that we do have. Um yeah, I'm looking forward to getting involved. Dave, have you started reading the book yet? Yes. Yes, I have. I've got it right next to me, actually. I am up to page 76. You probably only started it about half an hour ago. That's how quickly uh, you read. Uh, I, 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 I started it last night, actually, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just over 400 pages, so I'm about a fifth of the way through it, maybe. Excellent. Yeah, good stuff. Really looking forward to this. And I think the third novel's coming out next year isn't this it? year no it's this, it this year. year this year yeah um so um, um so that was teased t- yeah. somewhere yeah i can't t- remember timothy, where yeah timothy zan about yeah. a month ago um put up a facebook post to say that the plan was to release it next year but he's he's um been beavering away um i don't know if, if um lucasfilm have been cracking a whip i don't know um but he's effectively finished the book and it will be published before christmas so we'll we'll get this and the next volume this year oh boom good news good news uh mm-hmm. ali you've not started reading it yet have you not yet no no not yet no i mean either so i'm hoping to make a bit of a dent in it tomorrow when i say dent that's probably a couple of pages for me not 70 odd um <laughs> but um, but yeah so guys watch out for that as part of our it, competition it, yeah it comes out on wednesday this week so it's released officially on wednesday and the paperback is released officially on friday and uh, we are um, hoping to get a review of yep. the book by one of us 
Dave, probably. Uh, yeah, Dave. Um, <laughs> as soon as we can, hopefully in time for the release. Um, unless I, well, outside the cup final tomorrow, I'll, I'll maybe I'll be well crying into my pint glass for my evening, probably. But Did you use anyway, the word maybe. Yeah, I know, I know. Slightly optimistic, right? Um, so, so yeah, guys, watch out for that on our social media channels. Um, if you have entered, good luck. Um, we wish you well. Um, anything else for today's show, chaps? No. No. Just a big thank you to Delray for the, the continued support, the continued, um, including us, when they're doing um, early releases of books, and also the fact that they... they pretty much have always given us the additional copies for for prizes which is brilliant great for the yeah fans. yeah big shout out to delray for that they even included a, a quote from our review of the first book right on a, on a press release which is good to see um so yeah that's that's a that's a huge thing for us which is a really appreciative and with that i'm going to ask you gentlemen for your final thoughts mr contrary over to you still don't care about bad batch <laughs> is, is that is that it yeah all right, Dave. Final thoughts from you, my man. I'm so excited about that batch. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so my final thoughts is I'm fair to middling about that batch. No, um, it's um, no. It's good to be back. Uh, we always say this, and we do need to do it more often. You know, I think having Bad Batch on may be a uh, catalyst to get more shows out. I think it will be, to be fair. Um, but I'm sure when it drops on May the 4th, um, I know I probably will. I'll do a little uh, video of my instant reaction, spoiler-free, of course, just to let you know, let you guys know how, how I felt, and I'm hoping you all will do the same. Uh, drops at 8 a.m., I think, on May the 4th. Um, it's a shame it's not the day before, really, because day before is a, is a, is a bank holiday here in the UK. Yeah. So we get a day off of work, which would have been a great way to spend watching 70 Minutes of Star Wars on the day well, off. Well, I've, I've I have a day off. Line. Yeah. Ali's yeah. taking the day off just to watch Bad Batch, right? I have. I oh, have. there you go. Uh, dedicated. That's me. Yeah. I've, I've got a deadline at 10 a.m. on that Oof. Tuesday. Oh, mate. Well, we won't spoil it before then for you. Yeah. So I probably won't get a you chance will. to watch it. <laughs> yeah, just don't look on our Instagram or Twitter feed, mate. Otherwise, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Um, but, yes. Get an 8 o'clock Disney watch party, Alex? <laughs> a little watch with TJC for the fans because Dave can't join? That's a, eight, I hate you. 8 o'clock in the morning when it drops. That's a great shout before work. Yeah. Oh, boom. Yeah, good idea. All right. Um, let's make well, it I was doing that for the month. Make it so. Every episode. Yeah. So... With that, yes. we are the lot. We are the Jedi Council. Thank you very much for taking the time. I'm going to say for about an hour and a half ish of a show. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, we had. Well, by the time I edit this, you guys won't know this, but we had a couple of technical issues in the midway through of this. Mainly, my Wi-Fi just completely dropped out, which is great. Um, so, with that being said, we are the Jedi Council. Thank you very much for joining us. Yes, we are back. Hopefully, a little bit more often. For those of you that want to know more about us, follow us on Twitter. We are at the Jedi underscore Council. Follow, find us on Facebook. We are TJC underscore the Jedi underscore Council. We are on Instagram at the Jedi underscore Council underscore TJC. Find us on the website www.the-jedi-council.com. Find us on YouTube. Yes, we have a YouTube channel where we drop videos 
as frequently as we do podcasts at the moment, it seems. Um, so I was looking at that. Do you know, we did our first one over a year ago, and our last one was four months ago with your trainer review. Oh, we were doing so well. Yeah, go to go to YouTube, guys. Look for at the underscore Jedi underscore Council. You can check out some of our videos on there. Uh, if you want to listen to our shows, find us on SoundCloud. Find us on all of your podcast apps, whether that be your iOS podcast app, your in Android, your Spotify, your player.fm, your Amazon Music. Yep, if you've got a little Echo Dot, I'm not going to say her name because she'll react because I have one. Ask Alexa. her. No. Um, ask her to play. I've got headphones and she won't hear you. <laughs> ask her to play. Um, Jedi. The, oh, God, Ali's just kicked off. Hold on. Um, <laughs> Jedi Council. <laughs> that bank fired, didn't it? <laughs> I forgot I had one. Oh, dear <laughs> me. Oh, you've ruined my ending. Um, yeah, find us on Amazon Music. Ask her to play The Jedi Council and she will play our latest podcast for you. I think that's it. Yeah, we're, we're not on TikTok. We're not on Snapchat. We're too old for that. And I think that's about it. And with that, may the force be with you. Always. You have the con, so you have to press stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember, the force will be with you.